0: Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Rami is back with another really fun question for us today, which is What are the animals that people have brought in space, like dogs? And why do they bring them in space? All right, this is a fun one. So humans are not the only animals to go into space. In fact, we aren't even the first animals to go into space. The very first animals to ever go to space was actually way back in 1947. So this is before NASA was formed. This was before Sputnik. This was before any human had ever gone to space. There were some fruit flies. Yes, those tiny, tiny little flies that were sent into space on a V-2 rocket. So V-2 rockets actually were missiles from World War II. And we really should do a whole episode about this where we get into the history of how rockets were developed. But the first rockets that we sent into space actually were repurposed missiles. So instead of sending them towards a city in war, we pointed them up and sent them into space. So these were actually launched from White Sands And this was the U.S. military. Again, there was no NASA at this point. And they did it to see how that radiation exposure, because when you go up into the atmosphere, to go up above the atmosphere, you're above Earth's protection. And they wanted to see how that would impact a living creature. So they thought that they could watch these changes. Now, unfortunately, a lot of the animals that were sent up in the early days of space flight, a lot of these animals died. And today we have very different rules and attitudes towards how to treat non-human animals. So in the 40s and the 50s, which we'll be talking about a lot, the the attitude towards animals wasn't always as compassionate as we have today. So it is very sad to say that a lot of the animals, um, like like the dog, did not survive. The first animal to actually do a flight, and the first living creature to return safely from space and survive was named Miss Baker. She was a squirrel monkey. Now, there were other famous animals as well, like uh, the dog. So she was from the Soviet Union and went up in Sputnik 2 back in 1957. So we're talking about a long time ago from the United States and the chimp. So chimps are, humans are closest relative. So chimps and bonobos, which are very, very similar looking animals, and Ham was really interesting because Ham being close to a human, scientists were able to basically study more easily what would happen with him. Now, because he was so similar to us, and chimps are really, really smart. So he was actually trained to test some of the stuff. Now, today, fast forward several decades, where there are many more rules about how animals get treated, we still do have experiments that happen with animals. And some of these, a lot of them are going to be mice. So mice are really commonly used in experiments because they are mammals, so they're a lot like humans, but they're really small, (laughs) right? It's a lot easier to transport mice than it is people or chimps or things like that. And they also reproduce really fast. So it doesn't take very long for mice to be able to reproduce. So a lot of the experiments today happen with mice, um, but we've done things like taking spiders into space and seeing how they weave their webs. So to circle back around to the second part of the question, not just what animals have gone to space, but why. So the earliest animals when they were first going into space in the 40s and 50s, it really was to see, well, what happens? Is this safe? Can we send a human? So before sending a human, we sent things like dogs or monkeys just to make sure, and just to see, okay, what. How's this going to influence their health? Is the radiation environment going to be so strong that nobody can survive? Which is not the case, right? A lot of these cases, we found out that, oh, this is pretty good. We can probably, if we're careful, these are the things we have to consider. We can send humans. Now, today, a lot of that, the animals in space is still research, but we know a lot more about space, so we want to find out answers like, well, how do does a spider think when it's in microgravity? Or what happens to, can mice have babies in space? Things like that, where we might want to know for the future, right? If we're going to go eventually and have colonies on the moon or on Mars or on space stations, we want to know that it's going to be safe for people to do it, right? So far, we don't have any pets, but I know that if I was to move to Mars, I would definitely want to have maybe a pet cat come with me. And of course, if we're thinking about long-term survival and long-term civilizations, animals play a really, really important part in the ecosystem. So we need animals, whether that's for food or whether that's just for soil health and the health of the whole system, animals and plants evolved together. So if we're going to make giant greenhouses on the moon or Mars or in space stations, then we'll need to bring lots of life with us. Not only animals, but we'll need to bring fungi and we'll need to bring plants and bacteria. So a lot of things will need to come to space with us if we're going to leave earth. So we need to understand how that works. All right, Rami, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for a great topic. And everyone, if you have any questions, please feel free to have your grown ups send them into the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.